Let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. From Rookie Wire, part of USA Today, he's Cody Taylor with us here on The Big Show. Cody, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate you jumping on, and uh, we understand uh, you are, are based in Orlando. What do you think about the NBA coming to town, given your current circumstances with COVID-19? Yeah, I think, um, you know, if you ask probably about anybody uh, connected to the NBA prior to about two weeks ago or so, I think that it was a great idea. And Keith Smith, a guy with sports detail, the, the potential of that happening way back in April. And, you know, he really laid out a, a really nice sort of plan that the NBA could follow. And, of course, that came to fruition. And I, I, I really believe that Disney had the edge, the leg up on – a city like Las Vegas who has consistently hosted NBA events such as Summer League, the G League Showcase. And but where I think Disney had the leg up is that it's a private property and they can easily section it off from the rest of the public. And, of course, at the time, uh, the parks were still closed. But as the parks are reopening, you know, that section of Disney is pretty kind of, it's kind of off on its own to where people that don't need to be there can't easily get there. Uh, however, uh, over the last couple of weeks or so, uh, COVID-19 cases in Orange County, in Orlando, near Disney World has skyrocketed. Um, and, and so I think that that's probably a concern with the uh, NBA League office and something that they'll continue to monitor and see how that progresses. But in the meantime, you know that they're going to be taking all the precautions necessary uh, as teams start making their way down here to Orlando. So do you feel all right about it? You feel uh, are you in a comfortable place about the way it's been handled? I think so, and that's me speaking from the outside looking in. And of course, we've seen, we've heard from players who have had, um, you know, problems with it and kind of have been uneasy about certain things. But I really think that the NBA is, is going to be taking all the necessary precautions uh, to ensure the health and safety of these players. And if a player does not feel comfortable, as we've seen a few have trickled out over the past week or so um, who weren't comfortable with it, and, and if they want to stay home, if they don't want to travel, then that's, uh, you know, that's perfectly acceptable. And so I think from where just kind of the plan that the NBA has laid out that they're accounting for, for all of these things. We're, we're seeing positive tests from players as they trickle back to their, their home markets and are tested now on a consistent basis. And from what the NBA has laid out that, you know, a positive test here or there will result and not necessarily in the cancellation of play, but that specific player or team member quarantined off for two weeks until they can, they can provide two uh, negative tests. Cody Taylor is with us, uh, Rookie Wire editor for USA Today. And let's talk about the draft a little bit. Other than actually moving the date of the draft itself, what other complications really have arisen given this circumstance? Yeah, and, and you know, look, it's, it's a, a situation that we have not had to deal with uh, as far as the NBA goes and professional sports as a whole. And so there have certainly been a lot of complications surrounding the draft. Um, you know, and speaking with, with trainers and, and some, some agents, you know, there's just a lot of unknowns. And, and of course, now that there is a draft date set, um, you know, there, it, it really does affect those players that were potentially fringe players 
first round, mid to late second round players, those guys that have over the years, we've seen a number of players use the draft combine, use private workouts to their advantage to really show off their improved game and, and make their jump off team draft boards. And there have been a number of players like that. And so I think those guys this year have suffered the most. And of course, given the circumstances, there's things that they can't it's out of their control. However, there was a report that the NBA might consider hosting some sort of combine life event at the, in the bubble at Disney. There hasn't been much in the way of news on that as of yet, but just certainly things like that, that, you know, teams can have prospects in previous years come in, talk to them in person, see them work out. And there is an advantage to that from the team's perspective. And of course they're making their, the best of what they can now via zoom and, and Skype and, and, virtual meetings like that, but I, I believe that, there, you know, there's only so much information you can, you can gather from those virtual meetings compared to being there in person. How do you evaluate this uh, draft class uh, on the whole? And are there any specific players that you think just punch you right in the face? Yeah, I think toward, toward the top of the draft, um, there, there's certainly a lot of candidates. Uh, it's, it's kind of an odd draft in terms of there's really not a clear-cut number one player and of course depending on how the the ping pong balls fall which team is at the top will certainly dictate a lot of things but there's probably four to five players from James Wiseman to LaMelo Ball to Anthony Edwards to some of these other guys that are right there in the mix of things and you know the Warriors have been a team that posted the worst record in the league prior to the suspension have one of the best chances of landing the top pick, but there's been report after report that they're not necessarily high on LaMelo Ball. I mean, you look at the landscape of the roster with Steph Curry, that obviously makes a lot of sense. But, you know, it's, it's tough to really gauge which player would go toward the top. But, you know, when you look at some, some of the other guys further down the list, I think that there's going to be some players that are certainly capable of, of stepping into an environment and – and performing well uh, based on, you know, what they've shown to this point. And so I think moving forward, it's going to be very interesting to see how that happens with the uh, the lottery set for uh, August 25th. Um, and so until then, we really don't have a, a good idea on, on where the, the, the players could, could fall uh, until then. Cody Taylor is with us, Rookie Wire editor for USA Today. Uh, do you have any thoughts on BYU's Yoli Childs? Yeah, I was uh, I was kind of brushing up on him a little bit, and he's a guy that I, I think we have him. Um, my uh, my peer uh, Brian Kalbrowski on Rookie Wire recently put out our latest mock draft. He has uh, Yoli going to number forty to the Grizzlies who he worked out with last year. And, you know, he's, he's just the guy that I, I think that a lot of people consider him to be a little underrated um, in, in terms of what he can bring to the court. And I think he's, you know, we talked earlier about the, the complications surrounding the draft. I think he's probably a guy that, that did not benefit from not being able to work out uh, in person in front of teams because he certainly – has that potential to, you know, maybe where most places have been projected mid to early to mid second round, you know, if he were able to get into some of these places and work out, go, do, go to something like the combine, he had a chance to maybe get in the back end of the first round. And so I think, um, you know, he's a, he's a guy that's not going to benefit from that, but 
when you look at just what he can do in terms of his offensive game and his three-point shooting, that's certainly a skill that, that translates to the NBA. And I think that he has that potential to, to maybe be a steal when, when we talking about the draft a year. I don't know if you study individual teams, but I wonder if there's a player out there that might fit nicely with the Jazz from where they would uh, they would be drafting from. And so in our latest uh, mock draft there, we have uh, at the Jazz, and, and obviously depending on where they fall, he Brian, who put together this draft, did a great job of, of kind of fitting the player with the team, not necessarily the best player available. And so when you look at the kind of the landscape of the Jazz, who probably could use a, another player to put in the front court next to Rudy Gobert at times, and, mm-hmm. and, and we had uh, Precious Achua from – from the Memphis Tigers, who you know began the year as potentially a, a lottery pick, uh, mid, uh, early to, to uh, mid first round, and then um, you know he he had a game where he put up 22 points, 22 rebounds, and was just a monster on the defensive glass. And certainly, you know that's something that Rudy Gobert does. But when you look at kind of the future of the team, you can add add him to the mix, and he could be a long term uh, long term option that can kind of come in, come in off the bench uh, and fill that need when, when Rudy's necessarily not on the floor. All right, Cody, I'm going to put you in an awkward spot here because you're going to be the decider on a fairly passionate uh, debate that Gordon and I have been having today. All right. Uh, all, right. There's, all right. There's been reports that LeBron James and the Lakers were holding secret workouts uh, during all of that. Is that cheating? Um, good question. This is me stalling for an answer. <laughs> Again, no <laughs> um, pressure. <I> no pressure. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think so. Um, because and and I listen. I can't remember if it was on the JJ Reddick podcast with Bill Simmons, but JJ was talking about that facility. Who has they have like the replica Staples Center court, and it's been right. a known fact that players will go into there often players that are visiting LA to use that facility. And so I, I mean, when it comes down to it, I think most player in these past few months in this situation was, was kind of every man for himself in terms of where they can get into a gym, how they can work out. I remember talking to a trainer who's sending, you know, bags of sand to, to some players to, could put on their back and kind of climb up the stairs and get some cardio in that way. And so I think depending on where that, that specific player was located, if they had access to a gym, you know, cheating, and we'll call it a, a pretty good advantage, maybe not cheating. Are you happy, Jake? Oh, yeah. Well, very well thought out answer. Yeah, it's ter- terrific. All right. All right. Well, I, okay. He's the designer, Gordon. Topic over. Okay. Okay. Well, anything to end the argument. That's all I care about. Happy to help. Hey, well, we, yes, ap- thank you. We appreciate it. And we certainly appreciate you uh, jumping on with us today, Cody. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm sure you're like the rest of us and looking forward to some NBA basketball. Yes, absolutely. And I appreciate it, guys. Anytime. Thanks, Cody. Thanks. Cody Taylor, from uh, he's a Rookie Wire editor for USA Today. So we talked a little draft, a little overall NBA, and uh, really smart guy, don't you think, Gordon? 
He seems uh, he seems to be satisfied with what the NBA has done, the way they've structured the restart in Orlando, and feels pretty comfortable with it. Uh, and and I got to admit, as uh, as passionate as I am about people taking precautions, I think the NBA has really done a good job. I guess we'll find out what happens when they all get down there to Orlando, but. I don't. I can't think of a whole lot more they could have done to make it safer, unless they just didn't do it at all. Well, the the doubles ping pong isn't going to get anybody. Good news. Hmm. <laughs> you are such. You are such a. You know what you are. <laughs> no, tell you, me. You know what you are. Tell You're me. a nitpicker. <laughs> All right, I'll th- you know what? I'll take that. That that's probably pretty true. Stay tuned. More next, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone.